Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Capitol Beltway, lanes are open between 28 and 495. Northbound on 95 as you head north of the Falmouth Interchange, Route 17 in Stafford County. Broken down car with help, right lane blocked. Not much delay, stay to the left to get by, and then you're fine as you head for Springfield. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. Let's check that forecast for you this morning here on WTOP as you head into the weekend. Expect a chilly Saturday with temperatures this morning between 35 and 42 degrees. Temperatures aren't going to rise too much today. Along with that, mixture of clouds and sunshine, at times it will just look plain old mostly cloudy. We'll top out between 42 and 47 degrees today. Warmer conditions for Sunday and a brighter sky. More comfortable and really the nicer day to get out for that longer walk or run. You're at 50 degrees on Sunday afternoon, 63 for Monday, 66 my forecast for Tuesday, and close to 70 on Wednesday. Tracking another weather maker next week, looking like rain showers around the area Tuesday late through Wednesday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 in Washington at 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up this Saturday morning in the 4 a.m. hour on TOP, a drunk driver locally who struck and killed a Gaithersburg couple on Election Day sentenced this week. Virginia could be making billions if an arena is built in Potomac Yard. Is it too good to be true? I'm Scott Gelman. Could Virginia be a step closer this weekend to raising the minimum wage? Primary day it is in South Carolina this Saturday. We've got you covered on your election station, WTOP. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. Voting begins in a few hours in the next state to weigh in on the race for the Republican Party's nomination for president. I'm Steve Kathan in Charleston, South Carolina. Primary day here in the Republican race for president, where the polls suggest the front runner, former President Trump, is headed for a big win. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley is fighting to stay in it. If I were to get out of the race now, it would be the longest general election in history. She vows to make it to Super Tuesday next month. Coastal Carolina University political scientist Justin Vaughn. Certainly Governor Haley's been saying that she's in the race for the long haul, and really every presidential candidate says that until they're not. Ukraine's military is losing on the battlefield, and President Volodymyr Zelensky is blaming a shortage of weapons. CBS's Charlie Daggett is in western Ukraine. Just as the full-scale invasion enters its third year, Ukraine suffers its worst loss in months. Forces making a hasty retreat under fire from Abdivka. Russian President Vladimir Putin filmed taking a ride in a nuclear-capable bomber had mocked what he called Ukraine's chaotic flight from the city. Police have made an arrest in the killing of a 22-year-old nursing student in Georgia. CBS's Mark Strassman has that. The 22-year-old honor student was murdered as she jogged alone, jarring Athens, home of the University of Georgia. She was a sweet girl. It's obviously devastating for my sorority. All the girls were like at the house crying. Athens is your textbook college town. Lake Herrick is another option for students to jog, walk, relax. But the woods behind this lake is where police found 
Lake and Riley's body. Police say the 26-year-old suspect didn't know the victim. A jury in South Carolina has found Dakwa Lamique Ritter guilty of killing a black transgender woman. The jury said Ritter fatally shot Dime Doe three times in August 2019 because of her gender identity. This was the first ever federal trial over an alleged hate crime based on gender identity. Former NRA chief Wayne LaPierre has been found liable by a jury in Manhattan of misusing millions of dollars of the organization's money. CBS's Errol Barnett is covering. It is yet another victory for New York Attorney General Letitia James, who's been investigating the the NRA's spending practices for four years. LaPierre's decades-long influence and strategic alliance with Republicans prevented the still-debated ban on assault weapons, despite the ongoing plague of mass shootings and gun violence across America. The Dow and the S&P 500 closed the week up fractionally. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Every child deserves the best teachers, facilities, and academic programs to set them up for success both now and in the future. At Milton Hershey School in Hershey, Pennsylvania, we make that a reality for children from qualifying families who are looking for greater opportunities. Milton Hershey School enrolls students from pre-K through 12th grade from across the United States to live and learn on a beautiful state-of-the-art campus with all costs covered. Students who are accepted to Milton Hershey School have access to a top-tier education along with health care, meals, housing, and fully funded career pathways to pursue whatever they're passionate about, from performing arts to internships to coding. Students can even accrue up to $95,000 to continue their education after high school thanks to the generosity of chocolate Milton Hershey and his wife, Catherine. Are you looking to set your child up for success or know a child who could benefit from Milton Hershey School? Learn more at mhskids.org backslash admissions. WTOP at 404. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the weekend, February 24th, 2024. Scattered clouds might see a spotty shower as we head towards daybreak. 42 to 47 for the low again. We are looking at 39 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories, new this morning on WTOP, a man who barricaded himself locally inside a home in Manassas after allegedly shooting a gun at officers is now this Saturday morning said to be in police custody. Manassas City Police say it all started around 7 p.m. last night, Friday night, in the area of Bayberry Avenue and Liberia Avenue. Officers initially got a call about shots being fired inside the home, and when they tried to get inside, police say the suspect then fired the gun on them. The suspect surrendered, eventually we're told, to police around 12.30 a.m. this Saturday morning. No word yet this morning if anyone was injured during that encounter. In other news this morning, a Gaithersburg man has been sentenced to eight years for being drunk behind the wheel of a car and hitting and killing a married couple on their way to vote. This was back in 2022 when the incident happened. Devinder Singh was sentenced to 10 years, a decade, with two years suspended and five years of supervised probation. He's ordered to pay $2,000 in fines. Singh was found guilty last July, a year ago in the summer of July 2023, for the deaths of 65-year-old Miguel Antonio Ortiz and his 70-year-old wife, Ana Margarita Ortiz. 
WTOP News Time, now 4.06. Another political setback this weekend for those who want a new arena for the Caps and Wiz in Alexandria. A new bill that would create a stadium authority to fund and oversee the $2 billion project is now effectively, we're being told, dead. In Virginia's General Assembly this weekend, it passed in the House but did not get out of committee in the Virginia Senate. So what happens next here? Virginia Democratic Delegate Luke Torian says this week, while the bill is dead, the plan for the arena is very much alive and things are ongoing. In House Bill 29, which we passed out on Thursday, the bill is in the budget bill. And so we will take up House Bill 29 in conference. And in that conference, we will deal with the arena bill that's in the budget bill. Again, that is Virginia Democratic Delegate Luke Torian on WTLP this morning. Now, Virginia would stand to make billions here if that new arena and entertainment district are built in the end at Potomac Yard. That's among the findings of an economic impact study on the issue released by Alexandria. WTLP's own Scott Gelman speaks this Saturday morning to one expert who explains... That may be an overly optimistic view here. Michael Falkender with the University of Maryland says it's reasonable to expect that people who are looking to move to northern Virginia may pick Alexandria over other neighborhoods because of a built-up entertainment district at Potomac Yard. But would they really not have otherwise lived in the state of Virginia? That assumption is prompting Falkender to call the state's revenue projections overstated. If all you're doing is reallocating people who are going to live in Virginia anyways, then whether the complex is built or the complex is not built, the state is going to receive those income taxes. The analysis was done using an interest rate of about 4%. That's a rate you would use for essentially risk-free cash flows. This is a risky venture. The report estimates 22,000 jobs would be created and hundreds of events would be held at the entertainment complex. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Here at WTOP, we reached out this week to the firm itself that did the analysis. We're waiting to hear back from them. WTOP now at 4.08. Thank you, weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, we check in first this early morning with Robert Workman in the WTOP Traffic Center. Morning, Robert. Good morning, Dean. Outer loop of the Beltway looks good from Lanham and Greenbelt around through College Park. Still some accident cleanup in Silver Spring, west of Georgia Avenue. Had a tractor-trailer crash there, I guess a little over an hour ago now. Uh, right lane remains blocked while they finish up the cleanup and the paperwork, but there's not much delay as uh, you continue over through uh, Bethesda and down towards the American Legion Bridge. Southbound on 270, the pace is good through Montgomery Village and uh, right on down towards Rockville. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Both look good south of 198 towards the Beltway. No issues uh, reported into Northeast onto New York Avenue or Kenilworth Avenue. Did have a crash reported near Children's Hospital on Michigan Avenue west of North Capitol Street. On the right across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, lanes are open in both directions between Oxon Hill and Alexandria. Northbound on I-95, couple of earlier problems. One in Falmouth, a disabled vehicle near Route 17. The other a crash between Quantico and Triangle. Both cleared now, and your lanes are open all the way up into the Springfield Interchange and continuing up 395 towards the 14th Street Bridge to the north and to the west, seeing a little bit of wet pavement in some of the traffic cameras, so look sharp. You mind your speed and your braking distance. Go electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall. 
Com. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. Expect a chilly Saturday with temperatures this morning between 35 and 42 degrees. Temperatures aren't going to rise too much today. Along with that, mixture of clouds and sunshine, at times it will just look plain old mostly cloudy. We'll top out between 42 and 47 degrees today. Warmer conditions for Sunday and a brighter sky. More comfortable and really the nicer day to get out for that longer walk or run. You're at 50 degrees on Sunday afternoon, 63 for Monday, 66 my forecast for Tuesday, and close to 70 on Wednesday. Tracking another weather maker next week, looking like rain showers around the area Tuesday late through Wednesday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Checking the airports this morning, 47 degrees, Reagan National, 46 this 4 a.m. hour Saturday, BW by Marshall, it's 45 at Dulles. We are at 39 and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on T.O.P. this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP now at 410. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. On WTOP, Ian Crawford here this early morning to wrap your business week. Monami Gabi in Bethesda is shutting its doors temporarily. The Washington Business Journal reports the restaurant will close for a big renovation, expected to reopen by the end of the year. After 20 years, the website DCist is gone. A splash screen on the site sends people to the website for public radio's WAMU, DCist's partner since 2018. Axios DC reports 15 staffers were laid off as well. The Dow up 62, the S&P up 2, both record close. Is the Nasdaq down 45? Ian Crawford, WTOP News. Did someone say free ride home? If you like carpooling or vanpooling, but worry about getting stuck at the office, relax. With commuter connections, you can get up to six free rides home for unexpected emergencies or unscheduled overtime, even if you're commuting just a few times a week. Register or renew for guaranteed ride home today at commuterconnections.org or call 800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome to WTLP. Glad you're with us this early hour. You're with Dean Lane on WTLP. You're listening to WTLP News. Countdown to shutdown on WTLP Saturday morning. Leaders in both political parties are scrambling now to secure a deal on government spending as the window quickly closes and the fears of a shutdown grow more pronounced this weekend. The deadline is in one week for the first handful of agencies to close and then March 8th for the rest. This morning, WTOP's own Dimitri Sotis sits down with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane for his take. A couple possibilities here. First of all, there are negotiations that are underway, or at least, you know, discussions underway, not negotiations. It's quite possible we'll find something out before the end of the weekend of how they're going to tend to this deadline, which is one week from tonight, and a second deadline, which would shut down more of the government, including the Pentagon, two weeks from tonight. It seems imminent that there's going to be one of two things happening, Dimitri. There's going to be some type of short-term two- or three-week deal to hit that snooze button one more time and delay things one more time, keep the government open, or this breach of the deadline that causes a partial shutdown. Um, The former seems more likely than the latter, but this has been a dance we've 
danced three different times in the past six months. And all of this has an impact. Just the brinksmanship has an impact. Uncertainty for military families, uncertainty for federal workers and contractors, and all the planning that has to go into the contingencies for a government shutdown at our local federal offices. We were wondering whether Speaker Mike Johnson still can go with that little Band-Aid that you talked about, the two or, or three week continuing resolution. Some of his members really hate that. They do, and it's part of the reason we're in this mess is that he's got some members of the House Republican Conference who say they want to do things more traditionally by more regular order and that these short-term deals that just continue federal spending where they were months ago, it's unacceptable. So to keep this happening, to keep the government open, it would be a third time at a minimum that the Speaker has had to get an overwhelming number of Democrats to vote for a plan to keep Washington open and functioning. And the Speaker keeps taking political hits and shots every time he does that. And you'll recall, Dimitri, September 30th, Kevin McCarthy did that, lost his job soon after. Let's turn to some of the Trump trials. There's been so much focus lately on New York, but we need to look at Florida. What's happening down there and the classified documents case? Oh, by the way, there's that other federal criminal prosecution by the special counsel Jack Smith at Mar-a-Lago, where former President Trump allegedly mishandling and <laughs> improperly risking exposure of classified documents and classified secrets at his Mar-a-Lago resort. It's been a while since we've checked in much on this case because it's kind of been stuck in the muck in the federal courts in Fort Pierce, Florida. So many motions, so many challenges. Well, Thursday night into Friday morning, the former president's lawyers invoked that argument they've made here in Washington to no avail. The presidential immunity claim that he was president at the time and allegedly declassified records when he was president, therefore making this prosecution untenable, if not unconstitutional. The Supreme Court, you'll recall, is reviewing the presidential immunity claim in the D.C. election interference case. And we're still waiting for the Supreme Court to get back to everybody about what their decision is. Add another one to the pile. He's now claiming presidential immunity in Florida. That case has been in the slow lane for quite a while. Like, you know, Thursday rush hour, 270 spur, slow lane. That's how slow that thing's been moving. And there's no indication at all. That thing's likely to go to trial before the election. CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland. Quick look at the top story Saturday morning, early hour. We're following for you on WTOP. President Biden leveling new sanctions on Russia following the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. It's marking the two-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. NASA and its partners say this morning the lunar lander has come down on its side. But ahead of the South Carolina primary later today, this Saturday, former President Trump says he strongly supports IVF following Alabama's high court ruling that embryos are children. Stay with us for more in minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Is it a good day for a stroll on the National Mall or better to hang on the couch with your favorite shows? Plan your day with WTOP weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP, Washington's top news. You're with WTOP, Van Dean Lane. Every child deserves the best teachers, facilities, and academic programs to set them up for success both now and in the future. At Milton Hershey School in Hershey, Pennsylvania, we make that a reality for children from qualifying families who are looking for greater opportunities. 
Milton Hershey School enrolls students from pre-K through 12th grade from across the United States to live and learn on a beautiful state-of-the-art campus with all costs covered. Students who are accepted to Milton Hershey School have access to a top-tier education along with health care, meals, housing, and fully funded career pathways to pursue whatever they're passionate about, from performing arts to internships to coding. Students can even accrue up to $95,000 to continue their education after high school thanks to the generosity of Chuck Milton Hershey and his wife Catherine. Are you looking to set your child up for success or know a child who could benefit from Milton Hershey School? Learn more at mhskids.org backslash admissions. And on that morning when I wake up, you're with WTOP and Dean Lane. The most powerful people in the world. Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. Need a daily intelligence briefing. Because their job isn't easy, and neither is yours. Come on, kids. Time to go. I'm going to be late for that meeting. Get your daily intelligence briefing from John Aaron and Michelle Bash. The day's most important local news stories and traffic and weather every 10 minutes on the 8th. Weekday mornings starting at 5. On WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Saturday, February 24th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it 418 in the morning. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Traffic's first for that over to Robert Workman in the WTOP Traffic Center. Still seeing some flashing lights on the outer loop of the Beltway west of George Avenue. Had a crash involving a tractor trailer near the Temple. Uh, right side of the roadway still tied up as they finish things up over through there. Not much in the way of volume as you head through Silver Spring on the Beltway over towards Connecticut Avenue. On the uh, ride down across the American Legion Bridge, your lanes are open. Earlier road work that they were doing in the service roadway at the GWD Parkway has wrapped up. Uh, you're okay as you continue down 495 past 66 and around towards the Springfield Interchange. Eastbound on 66, no issues through Manassas and Centerville, and from Vienna on in towards the Beltway. Earlier construction westbound on 66 coming out of the Roslyn Tunnel has been uh, completed as well. Northbound on 95, lanes are open. Volume light from Dale City up into Springfield and up 395 towards the 14th Street Bridge. No issues reported across any of the Anacostia or Potomac River bridges downtown. Seeing uh, what looks uh, like accident cleanup on uh, Michigan Avenue just west of North Capitol Street near Children's Hospital. I uh, might see just a little bit of congestion over through there. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. Noticeably cooler now on your Saturday. We'll have winds out of the northwest picking up around 10 to 15 miles per hour with a gust around 20 to 25. Temperatures here early this morning between 35 and 42 degrees. Later today, 42 to 47, but we're going to be a little wind chill. It'll feel like we're mainly in the 30s today. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 47 for Belvoir, 47 Foggy Bottom. You're waking up to 44 degrees. Silver Spring, 4 a.m. hour. Saturday morning, February 24th, we are looking at 39 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. And coming up this half hour for you on WTOP. Not just dinner, but drinks for delivery in Maryland? I'm John Doman. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes. On the 8s. And when it breaks. Good morning, Starshine. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. 
Every child deserves the best teachers, facilities, and academic programs to set them up for success both now and in the future. At Milton Hershey School in Hershey, Pennsylvania, we make that a reality for children from qualifying families who are looking for greater opportunities. Milton Hershey School enrolls students from pre-K through 12th grade from across the United States to live and learn on a beautiful state-of-the-art campus with all costs covered. Students who are accepted to Milton Hershey School have access to a top-tier education along with health care, meals, housing, and fully funded career pathways to pursue whatever they're passionate about, from performing arts to internships to coding. Students can even accrue up to $95,000 to continue their education after high school thanks to the generosity of chocolate Milton Hershey and his wife, Catherine. Are you looking to set your child up for success or know a child who could benefit from Milton Hershey School? Learn more at mhskids.org backslash admissions. You're listening to WTOP News. An over D.C. officer gets a plea deal after shooting and killing a man who was driving away, apparently. The man's family is now angry this weekend. 42-year-old Sergeant Ennis Jeverick was charged with murder at first but was then allowed, we're told, uh, to plead guilty to a reduced charge of involuntary manslaughter in the case. Now, Antoine Gilmore was found unconscious or asleep at the wheel of a BMW at a traffic light in the area of New York and Florida Avenues in the middle of the night that night, August of 2021. At least one officer noticed a handgun in Gilmore's waistband, we're told. As officers surrounded the car, they say Gilmore started to just drive away, and body cam footage actually shows him firing 10 rounds. Gilmore's sister is quoted by the Washington Post saying that some justice is better than no justice, but it is not true that some justice is no justice at all. You know, you can get almost anything delivered right to your door these days. And locally in Maryland, that includes cannabis products. Now, some of the state's bigger liquor stores also deliver. However, a bill being considered by the state Senate in Maryland would allow more of them to do so. Maryland's Senate Finance Committee heard arguments for and against a bill that would allow liquor stores to team up with third-party delivery services like DoorDash to have alcohol sent right to your home. This would allow a smaller retailer to also be able to offer that amenity. Caitlin McDonough was there testifying for DoorDash, which supports the bill. Our deliverers, you know, similar to if you work in a restaurant that serves alcohol, earn much higher wages when they're able to do this. Counties would have to opt in even if the bill passes, and users would have to have ID scanned at the time of purchase and delivery. And we sincerely believe that's exactly what's going to happen. That wasn't enough for Montgomery County Senator Ben Kramer. I'm not a fan. A vote will come later this session. John Dome in WTOP News. In old news, the CDC data suggesting COVID-19 cases are still high right now in some parts of the country. CBS News reporter Alexander Ten with that. While COVID-19 trends are slowing across much of the country this week, new CDC data from wastewater monitoring suggests that levels of the virus remain, quote, very high across several states in the south. That comes as CDC emergency room data has tracked levels of the virus. virus remaining nearly as high as it was over the winter holiday peak at the end of December 2023 in states like Georgia, South Carolina, and Mississippi, even as other states have seen trends of the virus slow in recent weeks. WTOP on your Saturday morning to February 24th. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com this morning. 
During your workday, you probably hear more than enough nonsense. So you'll like listening to Sean Anderson and Ann Kramer on your drive home. You'll get the latest local news from a source you can trust. An update now on a story we've been following all day. Breaking news from Alexandria. And traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. At the end of the day, you'll arrive home safe, sound, and in full possession of your sanity. Afternoons from 2 to 7 on WTOP News. Facts matter. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. WTOP Saturday morning, 425, and Mr. Rob Woodford. The Wizards took a 147-106 beating in Oklahoma City, their second blowout loss on the road in as many nights. The Thunder made half of their 43-point attempts and nearly 60% of their shots overall. Interim coach Brian Keefe, why was that? 